And you have to be really self-aware and self-motivated and driven. I think that there's things that we can do that help. You are listening to Running Remote, a podcast about building and scaling effective distributed teams. Join us as we dive inside the minds and processes of CEOs, managers, nomads, and dynamic entrepreneurs who are building impactful businesses and organizations through this new and innovative movement. They've thrown out the traditional rules and business textbooks and are actively finding new ways of organizing their teams, driving productivity, and scaling their growth. I'm your host, Stephanie Burns. Today's episode is brought to you by Running Remote, the world's largest remote work conference held in beautiful Bali, Indonesia. Check out the speaker lineup at runningremote.com and get 20% off your conference ticket for being a Running Remote podcast listener. Simply use coupon code IRUNREMOTELY and your 20% discount is automatically applied. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Running Remote Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Burns, and today I have with me Brianna Carney, the founder of Crew Bloom. Hey, Brianna, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Stephanie? I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are so excited to talk to you today. You were at the Running Remote Conference in Bali this year. So oh, fun. I was. I know. I'm not going to rub it in, um, <laughs> but it was exceptional. Just um, surpassed all expectations. Just a really special time to connect. That's so cool. So before we get started talking about you and Crew Bloom and everything that Crew Bloom does, can you give us some background on you? I know you're a Midwest girl like I am. So give us some background on you. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Minnesota, went to the U of M, spent some time at Carlson and studying business before moving to New York. I've been in New York for 10 years, was at a small startup before joining Amazon, and then stepped away. I spent a year in between launching um, and my time at the massive corporate environment that I was in Asia. And it was there that I really saw an opportunity that the global workforce presented. And yeah, the Philippines was the last stop that I made on that trip. That was really where the the first seed was planted. The next step of my life would be um, focusing on the opportunity that was there. Very cool. And by that, you mean Crew Bloom, yes? I do, yes. (laughs) Crew Bloom is what life's about a a lot of my time, yeah. So tell us about Crew Bloom. What What is that? Yeah, so Crew Bloom is disrupting the call center industry. So we are essentially saw an opportunity to raise the bar. Everyone in the world knows that companies such as Uber and Google and Amazon were not only built on the backs of the global workforce, but continue to be supported by them today. However, the bar needed to be raised. We've all been connected with someone, whether it be with an airline or our bank, and gotten frustrated, whether it be via a lack of communication skills or simply a lack of business instinct. And so what we set out to do is find the top caliber talent, folks that are absolutely accepted and connect them with companies that are are looking to scale and grow. With their call centers. Exactly, yes. So just in need of human capital. And having that person that will truly understand what you're talking about or the situation that you're in or empathize with what you're going through and not just feeling like you're just not being heard. But there is exceptional talent in call center industry, right? Mm -hmm. And we just want to identify them, attract and retain them, and then keep them happy. Top performers, we believe, are um, working for a reason, and it's they, they love showing up to work every day. And so if we can provide them an environment that they love showing up for, and then also compensate them more fairly and 
provide livable wages. We're also going to overcome attrition, which is another massive pain point in the industry. Is it? Yeah, I think that if we talk to an organization like Citibank, for example, and they have an outsourcing department, they're going to say attrition is incredibly costly. The average life expectancy of an agent today is eight and a half to nine months. And the reason is, is because if I get promoted to an account that's notable, I can hop to another call center and earn 15 to 30 cents more an hour. And it's in in my best judgment to do that. And so that's something that we needed to overcome. Wow. How interesting. So let's talk about the genesis of the idea for Crew Bloom. Like where were you and what was happening when you thought, this is something I have to tackle. Yeah. So I think that meeting my co-founder, she was my first hire, was the most influential connection or kind of, I guess there was a turning point in my life where she kind of proved this hypothesis that I had that was like, wait a minute here. <laughs> like we're all human beings, right? <laughs> like just if I live in Kenya or Nicaragua or New York City, right? We're all made of the same cells and DNA and therefore capable of producing the same results. However, there's factors such as cost of living that could be a massive advantage to, for example, organizations looking to scale in more expensive markets such as the US or Australia or the UK. And so at that point of time, I was like, oh my gosh, Kate, you're better than I am. Like you're, you're so sophisticated. She was so capable and hungry. Her communication skills, I mean, I could um, write a thesis length document on the wonders of my co-founder, but in reality, that hypothesis was proven over time, account by account. And the feedback that we got um, out of the gate was just really promising. And so on those first um, few months, we got to work building something that we've been continuing to work on and, and got us where we are today. And she is based in Manila, you said, right? Yep, she is. How exciting. So tell me about the talent that you source. Yeah, great question. So crew boomers are seasoned professionals, so to speak. So we're looking at individuals that have call center experience. They've most likely undergone a promotion. They all have a bachelor's degree. And we have an extensive, rigorous recruitment process. And we're looking at a number of factors, not only performance and metric-based, but we're also looking at cultural alignment and the environment that they're working within. Because they're working remotely, it's really important that we're looking at things like backup devices and connectivity, having a really sound, comfortable, quiet work environment is also part of our recruitment process. So yeah, it's hard to get an opportunity at Crew Bloom. However, that's the promise that we're making to our client partners and something that defines us and will continue to. Right. So not only are you helping companies find top talent in this area, but your team is also remote. So tell me about that. How is that working for you? Great question. So a couple things. Remote teams are magnificent. So we're looking at Manila, the NCR region, I think has the worst traffic. Delhi might give it a run for its money, but traffic is horrendous. And so when we look at the crew bloom being long-term, right? Everybody starts a business so that it has a long-term impact. We felt really strongly that top caliber talent would be really excited to have an extra two to three hours every day to spend with their families. And we thought if we could find a way to do that, they would also perform better. And so we've partnered with Time Doctor. It's a remote team tracking software. It's exceptional. We subsidize that for our client partners. And that's the way we've overseen our team since inception. I would say having a remote team without us 
a software um, partner that's going to help us oversee their activity wouldn't be successful. But the remote model is something that we believe in through and through. And I myself work remotely. I can't imagine um, commuting back into the city um, every day. So um, yeah, we're, we're really, really excited to be remote. That also being said, we do get together on a regular basis because face-to-face we think is essential for culture. Day-to-day, we're excited to be remote. That is exciting. So what are some of the challenges that you've faced having your team be remote? So me, for example, have almost had to learn self-hacks, right? And you have to be really self-aware and self-motivated and driven. I think that there's things that we can do that help, right? Like, so we have team happy hours where on a Friday, we'll just get together and for two hours, just play games. Happy hour chats, we send jokes back and forth then memes and we have selfie photo contests and we have heaps of inside jokes. And it's just something that over time, you kind of learn that the human connection that you you um, are offered in your professional experience is really important, but it's 2019 and that can be done um, virtually. We feel just as easily inside the office. So I think it's just finding folks that understand the culture of the organization and that fit in is most important. And then also I would say the face-to-face meetups are, are really essential and important as well. Let's talk about that a little bit more because you said that you were actually headed to Manila soon. And just because we have a remote team doesn't mean that the face-to-face interaction, if possible, isn't valid. Tell us your thoughts on that. So we promote face-to-face meetups, not only internally for the core of our business. So we have contractors that are client-facing and then the core of my team gets together very frequently. And I think think that there's just something to be said about seeing someone, right? Like it's really important. There's also a difference between being on a phone call versus a video call. But I think my co-founder and I, for example, when we launched, we didn't meet one another for three months. But what's more important is I think having just shared experiences. It's the same reason why families go on vacation, right? Like we're working for and building a business. And so we we want to have shared experiences and to also celebrate. Like let's just have fun together and be humans once in a while, right? Like it's just really, really important to the DNA of our our business. So what other things are you doing to promote culture within your remote team? Yeah, great question. So I think that, first of all, just being really transparent. So transparency is one of our um, seven core values and really trying to live what Crew Bloom reaches, right? That work-life balance is really important, prioritizing you as a human and, and um, citizen of, of planet Earth first and a Crew Bloomer second. Um, So offering things such as HMO, our vacation policies, there's a number of things that we have in place. We launched a wellness program, giving people incentives to um, better themselves and and to be healthier. So yeah, I think culture is just something that, I mean, if we look at the call center industry historically, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like the factory industry, right? Like humans are just special and we spend so much time at work. Like it's unbelievable, like how much time we spend working. And so my co-founder and I really set out to ensure that our folks were as happy as possible. And that's not to say that there's not bad days or there aren't strenuous hard days. Of course there are, but we always like to come back to finding this core value of being happy and, and satisfied in the work that we're doing. 
Right. And something you said before we hit record was that we're humans first and we have, you know, our human life before our work life because I have rescheduled this interview with you a few times because my kids got strapped one time and my nanny called off one time. And, you know, you said to me, you're like, life, (laughs) your life comes first. And that is so true. And I think that's been what's missing and what is finally emerging in our work culture. And I think a lot of that has to do with remote work as well. I'm so thankful to be part of it. Nothing makes me happier. Like we'll be on a conference call and I'll see our director of client success and her son. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Axel, like it's just (laughs) how we've almost been like put in this like robotic workforce. It's like go to the office and be a robot and just do your and cut emotions. And now like everything else that really matters is on hold. And then you can revisit that. It's just like, wait, what? But like, let me just love what I do every day and prioritize what matters and get my work done and do an excellent job. Yeah. I think that's great. And I appreciate your grace on that, you know, but I think that's, that's the way that culture's moving. You know, we're building those kinds of cultures now and it's fantastic. It is. And the remote, like, like you said, just working remotely, I know the impact it's had on my life. I think that's the secret sauce for Crew Bloom, to be honest with you, and why we're able to differentiate ourselves from our competition. Well, yeah. And like you said, cutting out a three hour commute every day so that you can actually get your life done. <laughs> you can work your life is, yeah. you know, such a nice perk for the people that are working or like for you. Run to a- Yes, goodness, goodness, right? So what are some of the surprising advantages that you were like, huh, I wasn't expecting that. And that's fantastic. Having a remote team. Yeah, great question. So I think having a remote team, we've delivered better results. I have quarterly reviews with all of our contractors and our satisfaction scores and the feedback that we've gotten. It's just really, really, really empowering to me as a leader to be able to hear human beings give us feedback that's focused on gratitude. I think too, there's also an impact on on our planet that's really important to take pretty seriously and the amount of impact it takes to move human beings through a commute and taking a step back and evaluating, is this necessary? And what is my impact on this earth is something we all need to think about a a bit more. Absolutely. So what are some of the tools that you're using, like the tech tools that you're using? Most people say Slack and things like that. What are, what is Crew Bloom using? So we do use Slack, (laughs) but a number of other things. We, as mentioned, Time Doctor is essential. We do also use Skype. Our client partners also have some internal systems that work quite well. Obviously, we're using um, Salesforce, switching over and migrating to Pipedrive. We also have our own internal portal, which tracks and manages day-to-day HR functions. um, And we have an applicant tracking system, et cetera. But yeah, I think there's so many tools out there. Um, It's also looking different per department. If I'm in HR, I'm using, we we use Breezy HR, for example. But yeah, what's so exciting is in 2009, there's so many SaaS partners that we can lean on and that can support us in our model. Right. And so what kind of advice would you give someone who is looking to bring on a remote team? Yeah. So my advice would be to really take time in understanding individuals and being really, really sensitive towards the reality that some folks are not going to work and maybe having a longer evaluation process or maybe even a probationary period, I think is important, especially when you look at building a launch team, maybe even working side by side 
um, one another when when you're looking at that first six month period. I know that when my co-founder and I met face to face and spent time working in a co-working space together, that was instrumental. But my biggest piece of advice would be to to do it, to go all in on the remote model. I would say to just personally, I know myself being pretty structured about how I spend my time, not also taking my work everywhere. Mm-hmm. So my home can't just be a workspace, right? I have an office. I don't take my laptop onto the couch any longer or else I'm always going to be working because I care so greatly for Curve Bloom. Also getting out, like I before we met up, I went on a run. I usually go on a run during my lunch breaks. But yeah, just shaking it up, being real with yourself and your own rhythms and patterns and what drives and motivates you. But by and large, I think go all in on the remote model. Go all in. I agree. <laughs> and use time doctor is super important. I know there's a number of remote team tracking softwares, but that's essential just to build trust within your team and to understand what their day-to-day looks like. Right. I mean, it, there's so many softwares that we can lean on to help us really tackle our day and our work. And, you know, I think that the mistake that some of us make is that we try and do it all and there's so much out there that can automate things, make things so much easier and faster. And Time Doctor is one of them. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Well, Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciated your insight and learning more about Crew Bloom and really a special outlook on making sure that the lives of the people that we employ are taken into account and, and really held in a special place. So I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And just thanks for your dedication to to serving the ecosystem and bringing people together and just letting us share our experiences. Oh, indeed. I'm learning a lot. I hope everyone else is too. (laughs) (laughs) We are, Stephanie. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of Running Remote. Thanks for joining us as we dive into the minds and processes of CEOs, managers, nomads, and dynamic entrepreneurs who are building impactful businesses and organizations through this new and innovative movement. We're a very small team behind this podcast, so if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this episode with a friend. And definitely check us out at runningremote.com. Until next time.